Hey everyone, it's Hannah Bayshuck with Shit You Should Probably Know, the podcast where we actually talk about the shit you're too embarrassed to admit you don't actually know. So today I have John and Caitlin Lindsay. John is a movement coach and Caitlin is a healthy influencer and private chef. They're dear friends of mine. They're honestly like my healthy guru inspo. They are truly, there's not anything y'all don't know when it comes to your well-being, your wellness, nutrition, movement, stretching, working out. Like y'all are the go-tos for that. Oh, thank you. Uh, we're, we're always curious to learn more, so. Yeah, and I think what, you know, you guys, I feel like y'all always weed out what's the trend and what's legitimate. And that's why I want to have this conversation today about cold plunges, ice baths, just like cold exposure. So what is this? You know, it's cold exposure and ice bath. It's essentially just you're getting in some body of water and it's totally relative to the person that that body of water is cold and uncomfortable. So for some people that could be 65 degrees Fahrenheit Mm -hmm. for, you know, for us, it's usually like 40, 45 is like hitting. That's kind of the sweet spot of you're like, we were just in it earlier and you're kind of like, Oh, do I really want to get in here? Like that cold enough to where you're second guessing, should I be doing that? You're getting uncomfortable. You're getting uncomfortable. That's where you're reaping a lot of value, but it's relative to the person. So for a lot of people in introducing it is just a cold shower where the water's probably, you know, it's probably 65, 68 degrees, which isn't that cold, but water hits, hits a little differently than air. So yeah, it's kind of a longer roundabout way to describe cold exposure. So can you do it? I've seen people like influencers do it in their pool. That's really cold. Do you have to be in a bathtub with ice? Do you need to buy? I know you guys are big like advocates for ice bath. I think that's ice barrel. Do do you need something that's proper? No, I mean, technically not. I mean, it's more convenient when you have an actual apparatus that is created and made specifically for cold exposure. Um, But we understand and every, you know, that should not be an excuse for you not to start cold exposure. You can use a bathtub. Yeah, I mean, I started just using, I started just doing cold showers, really found a lot of value in that, kind of uplifting my mood. Um, getting me ready for the day. And then I advanced that to putting ice in our bathtub um, and then was fortunate enough to start working with Ice Barrel. And now we have have it in our backyard and it's more convenient and we can do it on a more regular basis. So whatever you got, just use it. Like people use, and people use trash cans. They use horse, horse troughs. troughs. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just get cold. I mean, if you're somewhere cold, chances are there's a body of water somewhere nearby you mm-hmm. can do it. So So, but I have to ask, like growing up, I feel like if I was outside or if I got into a pool that was too cold, like, okay, for example, this weekend, I was at the beach with my family and the pool was really cold and the kids were getting in the pool because they loved it, right? And we were like, they're going to get a cold. So what's the fine line between it being extremely beneficial and you straight up getting sick from being in cold water? I'm confused. Um, You you know, you can, (laughs) a kid might not be able to tell, but you can probably tell and and, and the research shows to really reap value. And when I say value, I mean, essentially stressing your body to a point where you're going to, that's going to create a change in you where you're more resistant to stress in the future. And it's in each form of stress. It's not just, I can get in the ice barrel longer. It's now like my coworker doesn't bother me as much anymore. Um, you know, my, maybe my kids weren't that annoying, like things like that. that so but it's, it's also, I will say, you know, we may get in water between, you know, 40 and 45 degrees for five minutes. I will, I'd be lying if I told you 
we started that way. I started 10 seconds, 15 seconds. So as you're saying, my body actually acclimated and got used and I added more time. So my body got more used to that and was able to fight off the desire to get out. Yeah, and and children have more robust immune systems. They're able to handle stuff like that better. It's it's adults that who you know get to a point in their life where they crave comfort and they're just in a like seventy two degree house building all the time. So their body doesn't you know their body kind of forgets how to adapt to changing temperatures like that. So uh, I mean, kids like fourteen and under who are still getting outside all the time still are. If they're at the beach in February, they're jumping in the ocean, like they're going to have the more robust um, and durable immune system and be able to adapt to these changes. So it's as we become adults and we don't do that stuff anymore, you know, we're more susceptible to getting a cold if we expose ourselves to cold. But it's easy to change that just kind of exactly how Caitlin just said, just start with 10 seconds at 65 degrees, then do, you know, build up to a minute there and then make it a little colder, et cetera, et cetera. It's, you know, you do it enough, you start to crave it. Like, I, oh, yeah. we both had kind of longer days today, and I was like, I'm taking an ice bath when I get home. It's, it's, it's interesting in that aspect. It's a that mood booster. Totally a mood booster. Total mood so. booster. Like, I've always explained it. When you come out, it's almost euphoric. Uh, it really, it really is strange as that might sound to someone who's never done it. Like, it is a euphoric feeling, and you honestly start craving it. Like, when we leave town, or like, when I'm working out of town, I crave to come home and get uncomfortable. As strange as that sounds. I never, I mean, I used to literally look at John like he had eight heads and I'd be like, why the heck are you doing that? And now yeah. I can't, like, I actually crave it. Yeah. I mean, cause I'm looking at you guys like you have eight heads right now. I'm like, I think about when my, like, I think about like when, like when I was younger and and like probably teenager and like the water heater went out, like we ran out of hot water and I was like miserable. I was like, I like I'm dying. Right. And so I think about taking a cold shower and, and that just cannot seem pleasant. I think for me, I'm willing to do things if I know that there's going to be like the mood booster thing, like sure, for sure, for sure. But if I know that it's going to help me from getting sick, I remember Caitlin, one time you posted this long thing about I think the ice barrel and talk about how it helped, you know, helped improve your sleep, your mood, your stress, but then also like helped you from getting sick. Like walk me through that. You know, when, when somebody gets sick, they're usually exposed to some sort of bug or something and their body can't fight it off fast enough before you're, you're you feel the symptoms of it. You know, you got the runny nose, you got the, the scratchy throat, all that. And a big reason that could be is your body you get slightly out of your normal homeostasis. You were, you know, you're used to that 70 degree inside temperature and you had to spend 30 extra minutes outside at a different temperature. Could be cold, could be hot. And your body doesn't, because you've, you've had your body inside for so long at this comfort position or comfort temperature, when you break outside of that, just by a little bit, your body doesn't know how to uh, fight off stuff it's exposed to as well. So somebody walks past you and coughs that has a cold or has something and your body's not in its optimal temperature, it can't do the normal processes fast enough to fight that off. So both heat and cold are yeah. great for that to just make your body more robust in the sense that, 
hey, we're at a new temperature. We still know how to we still know how to function optimally and take care of this stuff when we're exposed to it. That's so good to hear because again, like I read through the benefits and like decreased inflammation, which that one's not really that shocking to me considering I feel like this all started with athletes and you know workout recovery, people getting an ice bath. I think that's where we first, I first heard of ice baths was from that. Uh, But the endorphins, the anxiety, the depression, I mean, I have OCD. I can only imagine that it helps kind of, yeah, it helps with like um, processing all of that. Here's what I'm going to ask because I think a lot of people are like, cool, I want to try this. I don't want to spend a thousand dollars, which is what I feel like sometimes when I look up good ice baths. Like, what do you suggest other than just turning your shower on cold? Like, if I'm realistically going to do this, tell me what I should do, because this sounds miserable to me. I would say submerge yourself in a bathtub filled with ice water, because to me, it's different just taking a cold shower than actually submerging your body. I love cold exposure. And I, you know, I take cold showers in the morning, and then I do an ice bath in the evening and take another cold shower. Like, I just love it. And I got hooked on it from cold showers. Like I would make cold showers practice. Like I think it's the first two weeks of it probably is going to suck. You're going to be like, this is stupid, pointless. But I find you and you and you start with 15 seconds at the the end. end, Just you're really hot. Just cool yourself off real quick. Uh, Two days later, make that 30 seconds, make it 40 seconds, build up, build up. And then when you are ready, because, you know, Nine times out of ten, when I tell people to do that, that actually do it, they're hooked on it if they commit to like two to three weeks of it. But then when you want to try a, a, a real ice bath, if you have a meat thermometer in your kitchen, get that, slowly add ice, get it to like 55 degrees, maybe even 60, and try to go for a minute. If you like it, go for 90 seconds, two minutes. Um, it really, you know, even from the first time you do it, I think you'll get out and be like, I feel good. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's like gets out and they're pissed that they did that. So. Right. Right. I mean, I wash my face with cold water in the morning and I love it like that. And I've really adjusted to that. I think for me, when it comes to anything with wellness and health, one, I need to know the benefits of it and like weigh them out, right? Like drinking hot water with lemon is better than coffee in the morning. I still drink coffee in the morning because it didn't outweigh it for me. And I like coffee and I'm waking up at 2 a.m. sometimes with my son. However, you know, I know that working out three to four times a week is good for me. So I'm going to do it. Because I know it overall makes me feel better, even if I don't want to be in the gym. For me, what I've heard and read, and obviously following both of you guys who are big advocates of cold exposure, this seems like something I'm going to try to get into because it looks like the health benefits are awesome. So if I'm starting, I love the ideas that you gave me. How many days a week should I do it? Twice? Every day? Every day. The cold shower every day. Like yeah. I would really try to do that. I mean, how it's not crazy at all to add 15 to 30 seconds to the end of your hot shower. Like that's an easy win you can do. Um, Why at the end, not the beginning? So you, so you have to warm yourself up naturally. Otherwise the the stimulus is just that 15 seconds and then boom, you're hot again. So at the end, you know, it's going to linger with you for two, three minutes later. Maybe it's not going to kill you at all. Um, And then actually taking ice baths, uh, you know, People do them anywhere from one once a week to five times every day. So it's, you know, it's whatever you think you can do and it can fit into your schedule. Um, if you live in a big city, uh, you know, there's this is now becoming commonplace. There's definitely facilities where you can pop in and get memberships to or, um, you know, go buy a one time, go buy like a 10 visit punch card or something and. And hit it on your way home from work and, you know, jump in there for five minutes, maybe hit a sauna if they have one for 20 and 
and get it done. Like it's, it's, if you, if you truly want to reap the benefits of the practice, commit to doing it probably at least once a week. Right. I'm going to do that. And I think that there's something like, even though it's challenging and it's very uncomfortable with me, I am a hot tub gal. I love taking a bath. I love hot showers. I'm a sauna gal. You know what I'm saying? So this is like the polar opposite. And so for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to really do my best to do the 15 seconds, 30 seconds at the end of my shower and just suss it out. But it's a real change of my mind knowing that like when I grew up, you know, if I had to take a cold shower because the heat went out. And by the way, this was like not often, but like I would think I was going to get a cold. Like I was worried about getting sick. So it's it's interesting to hear that this is a real health benefit. Yeah. And don't, don't think that way when you do it either. Hype yourself up, like be in your head, be like, I got this. This is easy. No problem. Try to write breath. Like that, that's what you, that's the mindset you want to have. And don't overthink it before you go in. Just do it. Just do it. Well, look, like at the end of the day, I think we're all craving, obviously like healthier lifestyles, things we can do to, you know, make our days feel smoother and our bodies. And again, like, yeah, if you're 21 years old, you're probably not worried about this, but like I'm 31 and I'm starting to think about these things and starting to say like, how can I make, how can I be proactive about my health? And this seems to be something that's trendy. And I am very weary of trendy health things. But when I see someone like you two, who I trust and know co-sign, I'm like, oh, I hit you up a while ago about this, Caitlin, being like, yo, do I need to get into this? And one other thing, if you want to dig a little bit deeper, I just thought about this. Um, the It's like a six-episode series with Chris Hemsworth called Limitless. You need to watch the one on cold exposure. If They will go in a lot more detail on science um, of it, but also will explain. I don't know if you know anything about that show, but that is a fantastic episode if you really want to dig deeper into it. Um, and it's really interesting to, to hear their take on it as well. That's a little bit extreme. What he does is more extreme, but it really does dig into um, fat, more factual evidence on that, you know, helping with like longevity of life as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally going to look into that. I also just, on the opposite of this, like, is there anything when you're talking about cold exposure, is there any benefits of heat exposure? Like, I, aren't the sauna supposed to be really good for you? Oh, yeah. And then also the back and forth, the contrast training. Yeah, very, very similar to, I the, the the benefits are, are very, very, very similar. I find the mental benefits of the ice barrel to be greater, certainly. Yeah. But the the health, as I was saying, like having your body be able to work in different temperatures, the sauna works amazing for that. Like if you're not used to like especially we live in Georgia and you're not you're not ready for the summer yet. Like if you're in the sauna a couple times a week during the winter, your body's ready to go. It knows how to flush out toxins. It knows how to sweat more efficiently. So you're not going to get bombarded when the heat really comes. I am a heat gal. Love the warm, love the heat. But I also do notice I usually get sick when I'm in a really hot temperature and then I come home and it's really cold. That is like my number one trigger for getting sick is like big changes in temperature. And so it's something that when I saw you post about it, Caitlin, I was like, oh, damn, maybe I should try this. And then my husband got really into it and he started getting into our pool every now and then when it was cold. But now that the summer's coming, our pool's not going to be cold all the time. So I'm just thinking, you know, 
I'm going to do it. Okay. Obviously, like we talked about a lot of health benefits. Is there anything I'm leaving out when it comes to cold exposure and ice baths? No, I, the only thing, just because I work with the company, I would just shout out if you're interested in, yeah. you know, really creating an at-home practice, the company Ice Barrel has an awesome barrel that they sell. And depending on when this uh, podcast airs, they should have some products to make it even easier, uh, a chiller, a filter, some ice blocks and cool stuff. So Ice Barrel, if you want to get serious about it, check them out. Yeah. And honestly, I think like, starting with the shower, seeing how it goes. And then if you are serious about it, it is nice to have like that isolated time and space. I think that's what's so hard is like, it's almost like working out in your living room. Like, yes, we do it, but it's just so easy to not. Whereas when you have an isolated space to be like, okay, this is this space, this time. I think that's what's hard is to like, look at my bathtub as a dual situation. It's like, well, and that's, that's the last things I was going to say is like, we have not yet set up uh, in the new house, but ice barrels, sauna. It is a space that is our little oasis. That is our, we know that when we step into that area, we are, we are not thinking about the stressors of life. It honestly has been a really cool bonding thing for us as husband and wife. Like that's time that we spend together in such a positive environment, knowing that we're bettering ourselves. I don't know. It's been a really cool, special time that we get to spend during, especially during the week when we work all day, that is a cool time that we spend together. Yeah, you can't not you can't not be present when you're freezing your ass off. Like you're like, oh, here we are. Like this is me right now, and I'm just gonna do this. And like I think again, I I went got into surfing a little bit ago, not like a while while ago, and the water is fucking freezing. And my favorite part was just like how present I was because I didn't have my phone. Like I didn't have the option but to be present. Right. And so I think that that's another, I'm talking about this, like I've never done an ice bath or a cold shower. So I'm like, these are things I'm, I'm definitely attracted to, and I'm excited to try it. And I appreciate y'all coming on and having a conversation with us and kind of walking us through what it is. Certainly. Per usual, the information shared on this podcast reflects my views or opinions or those of my guests and is presented as a general information only without guaranteeing its completeness. Nothing in this episode is intended to be or shall be construed as a statement of fact or any legal, medical, or other professional advice. Any reference to a specific product or entity is not an endorsement or recommendation unless expressly stated otherwise. 